It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do. Hey, everybody. NFL in London. It's uh, Wade and Ryan here. Week 17 in the NFL. Only two weeks left. The penultimate. 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 For some people which who is a word I, Which is a word I found out living here. I didn't know what it meant until I moved here. And people kept saying it all the time. Yep. Second to last for those Second. of you who don't know. Well, I guess they're used or, to that. Britain's used to that in a lot of sports. Yeah. Or or how you how you always finish in all your uh, tournaments. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of tournaments, um, yeah, you're, you're, uh, some people are, are still in their fantasy. Uh, fantasy finals for some people. Ryan is in, in one of ours. He's in a fantasy final. I'm, I'm in two out of my three leagues. I'm in the championship. I'm quite, wow. I'm quite happy. I've got favored to lose in both of them. Okay. But I feel good. I feel good about my guys. I've had a lot of COVID issues that I somehow managed to, to escape and win, even though with the COVID issues. But they're all going to come back. You okay. Know, one lung intact, ready to go. I'm ready. I'm yeah. Ready well, the, the I mean, we talk. Is, yeah. In our league, in our league, is I now I'm going up against Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, which mm-hmm. is infuriating for me. So to watch, if I'm going to lose to anyone, though, I'm happy. I still don't want to lose, but I, yeah. I hope Josh Allen is a good. Game. <laughs> well, I'm I'm in a lot of uh, con- consolation finals. If that if that's any good, um, it's nothing like coming fifth. Um, so uh, no one even cares about those games, though. Yeah, we no do. One even cares about I them. care about them. I, the big thing, obviously, is is we talk about the the injury or the COVID. Uh, One hundred and seventy people thus far, and we still don't have the Saturday reports in where there could be more. It could be over two hundred people, uh, definitely out for the game because um, a lot of people may not clear the protocol. Man, so. and especially with Christmas coming and all this, that's probably like players that went home for Christmas and stuff that could be coming. Like the playoffs could be an absolute shit show. Yeah, um, um, it, just, it could just be one of those things like they're going to make like a like a six part series out of with all the COVID injuries. It's just like Keanu Reeves came in to yeah. play quarterback. He did. And, he, and he's going to do he would do well. He would do really well. Uh, Risa Fons was also in that movie. We'll bring him in as the kicker. Um, yeah. But Kirk Cousins, he is out. Uh, and so they yes, got I think, Cousins is out. Cousins is Carson out. Wentz. Carson, Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz is out. A big game. There's only two teams that have so far zero players, zero COVID, uh, and that's the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas it's City Chiefs. All, it's because the Bills have all had it now. Yeah, Cole Beasley. One of their players. Cole Beasley made up with all their wives, gave it to them all. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, good for them. But I mean, even you know, they talk about oh, the Packers versus Minnesota. The Packers have 13 guys out. Um, so, yeah, Falcons have twelve. Yeah, there's just tons of it. Just there's a lot just, of them. Not, yeah, the good thing is you just gotta hope you you can just survive it in fantasy with your depth. You gotta have that one guy you can pick up. The good thing is if you have to go to the waiver wire, you're really only competing against one other person. Like no one in not in the finals should be picking up people off the waiver wires. Unless someone has been a dick to you, and then you're like, you know <laughs> what? I'm gonna hit you with a. I'm gonna just gonna grab all the good guys. Yeah. Um, and that always happens, so that's always a fun thing. Um, but um, yeah. we, we're going to go through a lot of the games. Obviously, big sad news. Uh, I see John Madden, uh, the hero John Madden. I watched the the Madden documentary, which has been airing here um, in North America, and it's just absolutely brilliant. And of course, then he's you know timing of it. He just dies after that. But yeah. uh, what amazing influence, amazing for all of us who learned how to play uh, Madden, and then for any of us who grew up watching the game, uh, Madden was obviously him and Pat Summerall, the standard. The standard when it came to football and football broadcasting never never been the same since. So, very sad. I, I read 
I read one fun fact about John Madden over the last couple of days, and it was that he had he had a no shitting policy on his bus. Like yeah. he would never let anyone shit in his bus, but he did allow it for one person. I forget who it was. Like I want, I will try and look it up. And maybe Probably Brett Favre because he was enamored with Brett Favre. Uh, he always it was someone like that. It was yeah. like it was a big quarterback back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love how you know why because Madden was probably dropping some big, some big oh yeah just no one could do his just big semen yeah it was built it. for him his big butt um, I mean they're great he traveled around America going and visiting he loves small town restaurants and everything like that but uh, amazing and, and amazing for all of us that just for all of us that played like Madden to me and to probably you a lot it was just um, the video game to me yeah. that's how everyone got into football. The Madden video game will never. So he's like a lot of people are saying that he should be on the cover of next year's Madden, and I couldn't think of anything better. Oh yeah, it should be, and it should be. They're talking about that in an all Madden. I mean, and then that means the Madden curse will have continued because he's dead. Because he's dead, and maybe that'll put an end to the Madden curse. He's finally dead. The curse is over. Um, The curse is lifted. Yes, the curse could be lifted. This is actually true. The curse could be lifted. The curse. The curse could be lifted. I like too that there's a lot of people who. we're talking about Madden, didn't he know he was a coach? They just thought he was a video game guy. Um, so that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it's just like they just they just randomly named a video game off some dude. Yeah, some dude who just it's like if they if they the next one was um, Joe Buck football. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Just everyone <laughs> just has like, a big yeah, Joe Buck answer. Yeah, yeah it's uh, but it's it was known as a game Madden. It's known as Madden. It wasn't known as NFL football game. It was known as Madden. So um, you know, obviously, it'll always be Madden. In the same way, the Sky Dome will always be the Sky, not the Rogers Center. So yeah. You can call it whatever you want. It's the Sky Dome, and and for anyone who's not uh, from Canada, it's that's the really horrible that's stadium. That's the Blue Jays play, and it's just like it's Madden football. It's not NFL twenty three. It is not. Well, we got some great games going on. Week seventeen, so much importance going on. There's so many people, you know. And the, the one thing I always find too is there's a lot of teams when they really need to win. Just screw it up. And that's week 17, well, baby. And that's, that's this probably- is first round. Of, this is technically, if you think about it, this is first round of the playoffs mm-hmm. for a lot of games. If you think about what's going to happen or what you need to happen, like you got some massive games coming up. And it's winner go home for a lot of teams. Like there is the margin of error is so small considering how many tiebreakers that are going to come. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a wild couple of weeks. I think the NFL has probably never been happier thinking adding this extra week and the extra playoff team and just seeing like, look how many games we're going to have, especially the divisional ones. Like the NFL, the AFC North oh, yeah. is just going to be insane. So many ones, so many important games, and, and we'll start getting into them. I want to talk about the first one, really exciting AFC game. Miami, who's won seven straight, and of course have put themselves into a great position. They're eight and seven. They, They're fa- they are fun facts. Another, I'm all full of fun facts. You're go- I love they the fun the facts. Only team in NFL only team in NFL history to lose seven games and win seven games in the same season. What an amazing stat. It is. It's a great it's and, a great and a really terrible stat at the same time. It's terrible that they were able to, to, to go that bad and then come back. And you know, for two, it's uh, obviously looks good for him because you know, even though he has a right. horrible offensive line, just bad, um, they're able to put some stuff together. Uh, and you know that they're against New Orleans and you know last week, but uh, this is a the whole wow. different game. A whole different game this week. Yeah. You got the Tennessee Titans who are ten and five, who basically relied on AJ Brown last week. That's all it was. It's like just throw it to AJ Brown. Could not get the running game going. Um, but this is going to be a tight game because Miami obviously needs it. Uh, to Tennessee's ten and five. They're three and a half point favorites, and that's one of the low thirty nine point oh. five over under. Oh, let me lose you for a second. Um, 
No, listen, what I'll say about Miami is it just feels like the last seven games, like they played the Giants. Like they, it's been just a disaster of teams of Ian Book, mm-hmm. uh, quarterback. So they've been able to put in. So two is so if I'm the Dolphins, like I'm not thinking, wow, two has really put it together. Like he still only threw for like 190 yards against the Saints. He was not lighting it up. Um, you have Duke Johnson coming. It just it just feels like to me the Titans now just feeling that they got to win this to put this site behind them. Mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins have just have really coasted, and I think they're in for a rude awakening because Vrabel is going to be putting some pressure on Tua, and Tua is going to struggle. Um, I think A.J. Brown, like you said, was just just throw it to A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Just, that should be your only strategy. Like that Fresh Prince episode, just pass it to Will. Just, just give it to him. him shoot and just yeah. give it to him because there's no one else on your team that's going to move the ball. And he was unreal the last couple of weeks. So um, I, I think the Tennessee, Miami's just had too many easy opponents. I think they're they're going to walk into this place thinking, like feeling themselves, but they're in for a rude awakening. I think the Titans win this. I think the Dolphins just, it's been a good little story of them coming back. But I think just Tua's, now it's going to be like, oh, wait, maybe Tua's not the guy for next year. So I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go with the Titans to win 23 to 16. Yeah, I've got the Titans to win, but I actually think, you know, because Miami's got Waddle back, you know, Tennessee really still sucks at defending passes. You know, they, they can get really breaking op- broken open by some but uh, by some wide receivers. So I think this game could be close, but I think Tennessee, again, needs to win this one. I think Miami will probably put on some late heroics, but, you know, Tennessee even struggled to score last week until they got A.J. Brown going. Tannehill just looked lost, and the running game just got stuffed, and Miami's not bad at stuff in the run. I've got it 21 to 18. I think Miami will cover, but just by .5. It's a three and a half point spread, but well, I think it's spread, three, and a half. three and a half. I had it at um, 39.5 over under. I think it'll be close, a close game. We'll move on to your next game. It is a game I don't think is going to be close at all. It's the Atlanta Falcons, who are seven and eight, close enough to sniffing the playoffs versus the Buffalo Bills, nine and six. Buffalo, 14 and a half point over under. This line has been moved uh, quite a bit. Um, 44 is the over under in this one. Buffalo defense, let's just talk about that one. Only Tom Brady has been able to really do anything and score some yeah. points against this Buffalo defense. He's the only one. And, you yeah. know, they're, that's, you know, Buffalo's sort of winning without a running game. So, you know, Atlanta to me is just, it's just been too much, man. The seven and eight, I think those seven and eight, the, the seven wins of a lot of them came against really easy opponents. So this is going to be a tough game because Buffalo really needs to keep winning at home. Yeah, the thing is, like, the Falcons have done really well in um, close games this year. But they're also, even though they're seven and eight, they're like in point differential, they're like minus 120. Like it's, it's it's one of the weirdest seven and eight teams. Like they should be absolutely not in anywhere in contention with that type of uh, no with that type of plus minus. Um, the Bills coming off of that game last week, like Josh Allen was like otherworldly, just going around doing everything in his power to win that game. I think the Bills have now just said, you know what? Let's just let this guy put him on his back. Let's let him carry us because this is where you need to get hot. You need to get that and that, that win at the Patriots was so big for just their their mental health, my mental health personally, and the uh, their players. So I just think with too many COVID things going on in the Falcons, the Bills' pass defense can shut down anyone. So the really the only thing you have to worry about is Cordell Patterson, who I think, you know, they can keep in contained and not just be like, this guy's going to break the game open. They'll be able to take away pits. I think the Bills just at home, it's, in the cold, it's going to be too much for them. I think they're going to win it quite easily. I'm going to say 33 uh, to 20. No, no, to 17. I'm going to say they're going to cover. 
Seventeen. All right, you've got you got more points than that. You got seventeen to cover. I think I I could see Atlanta maybe not even scoring at all. I've got them with getting nine points, only field goals, no touchdowns. I got twenty eight to nine. Buffalo beating them. Uh, the weather's gonna be cold. Um, we've had some. I don't know if you've seen uh, the weather in North America. It's been weird because uh, in Vancouver and in, in western part of Canada or in even North America, it's like the coldest it's ever been. But Kodiak Island. Which is right off the coast of Alaska. It was twenty degrees yesterday Celsius. Yeah, it and minus that. twenty. So we've got this real vortex. Which apparently the Green Bay game is going to be extremely cold as well. The weather is actually just weird and cold. So I think it's going to be cold. I think Atlanta is not going to deal with it. I've got it twenty-eight to nine. I don't think Atlanta will score any touchdowns. It's just going to be field goals. It's going to be a beating. Speaking of beatings, uh, Bill Belichick. Oh, by the way, the Falcons. My bet last week. The Falcons were the team that screwed my bet over. I couldn't win by a touchdown against a Tim Boyle-led Detroit team. So I am. I might be just betting out of spite now. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I was uh, I was big on Detroit and I was big on uh, big on the Bears and I called the Bears to win and they won. But that's uh, that's a different one. The Bears yeah. won. Snowballs I'm glad, yeah, I'm for the Seahawks. Way. But well, let's go to this one because it's Bill Belichick and he's he's got a rookie quarterback, which he loves. Trevor Lawrence, um, man, I guess the Christmas present that he wanted, he got, which was being with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, you know, let's it's New England. Now, the line in this one is it was 16 and a half, which at first you go New England, 16 and a half. But then you remember that they beat Cleveland by 38. They beat Tennessee by 23. Um, so Jacksonville, I just going into a very frigid um you know, Gillette Stadium. I think it's going to be very, very difficult for Jacksonville. And you sort of go, what's their motivation at this point? So, you know, obviously New England at 9-6. Yeah, yeah, they lost Robinson for the year now, so mm-hmm. they don't even have him. I think you have the Patriots coming after getting put 33 put on him. The first time in uh, Bill Belichick's career as a Patriots coach that they didn't force a punt. Mm-hmm. which is just an unbelievable stat. So I think that defense is going to be coming angry, which is thankfully, luckily, my fantasy defense for my championship in one of them. So I'm yeah. very excited to see what they do to Trevor Lawrence. I think Belichick's going to be pissed. I think Mac Jones, who looked just really average, again, didn't have – doesn't again, we've seen this. He just doesn't have the weapons. You could say Kendrick Bourne, you know, Aguilar was out, but they got, you know, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. There's just – not they just got to basically do what they do and give it to Damian Harris. Just be a running team. Be like what you that was your identity. Because Mac Jones, if he's falls behind, it's hard for him. We saw that the last couple of weeks. So, but I think just looking on the other side, I think Jacksonville's just like get me out of this. We got two weeks left. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just not gonna get injured. There's gonna be a lot of like just throw it away. Yeah. Don't get me. Don't get me hurt. It's a lot of soft tackles. So I gotta shoot I a commercial. I gotta shoot a commercial in a few I weeks. Don't my face. Just lay like, a beat down on them. And to be honest with you, I think this is gonna be something like I'm gonna say 29 to three. Oh, uh, same with and me. I oh, wanted I... to say shutout. I wanted to say shutout because I actually uh, think they're gonna shut them out. I have a shutout. I've so got tw- twenty nine nothing. Okay. I've got it 23 nothing. I, I don't think they'll score yeah. a point. I think Bill Belichick is just going to erase him. He's going to chase him. And as you say, that Patriots defense, which has just been so dominant, now has a chance to feast. And they're going to feast on uh, on this Jacksonville Trevor Lawrence. Again, with no running game, it's just going to be a beat down. Poor well, old no Jacksonville. They actually have nothing. It's yeah. going to be an absolute But they will have a first-round pick again because they're yeah. so bad. Yeah, they're going to have to. But how many first-round picks do you get and you still can't put together a winning team? You know, um, it's well, that's the Jets. That's the Jets. They've been yeah. really good running. 
another big AFC contest we've got going on is the 8-7 and seven Las Vegas Raiders, who have been running out of gas but still keep themselves in the playoffs. They're facing an Indianapolis Colts team who is 9-6, missing Carson Wentz. 7.5-point favorites for the Colts. Surprisingly, 44 points. Wow, that's got to change now. That line has to change. It can't still be 7.5. Uh, we'll have to with keep no checking. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I we'll would keep... imagine it changed um, because there's just no way. Like I don't even know who the backup quarterback is. Uh, was it's it... going to be a pure like? And the worst part is I'm going against Jonathan Taylor in the championship with no Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's going to be just. But hopefully the Raiders are smart. They put eight in the box. Don't let Jonathan Taylor beat you. That has to be their strategy. They're eight and seven. They can sneak into that last spot, especially if you got uh, Miami with the tough game. Um, you know, Cleveland lost last week. Baltimore has got a tough game this week and have no weapons. So I think the Raiders, this is a huge opportunity for Derek Carr to sneak them into the playoffs. A great story after the rugs and the mm-hmm. Gruden thing for them to get the first round and then lose by 30, which will probably be what happens. But at least they sneak in. I'm going to go with the Raiders to win this just because Wentz is out. Um, again, we saw the Raiders. They could barely beat the Cleveland team a couple weeks ago with no players. Um, I think Carr is just going to do enough to win. Jacobs has looked really consistent. Been the only consistent Raider, even with Waller out. So I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. It's not going to be a very high-scoring game, but I'm going to say uh, 20 to 14 for the Raiders. I agree with you. It's going to be a close game. But to me, the definitive factor is going to be that the def- the defense and the offensive line of uh, the Colts, it's just going to be very difficult. You know, they know that they've got to keep playing and, and I think everyone's going to step out as a result, Jonathan Taylor. I think Vegas is going to be crazy. They're going to try to keep it close. The line has switched from 7.5 to 7. I've got it at 6 points. I've got uh, Colts winning 24-18. I think they still win. Raiders have just lost so much, and they've lost so much gas. They still, they still won against Denver. Every time they still won against you know, Denver, you know, but it's... It's, Dude, it's getting that running game going. So they weren't able to stop the run, which was a very difficult thing. Denver was able to run all over them. And I think Jonathan Taylor is going to do that to them. I've got a 24-18. I think it's just too much. It's They've lost so many guys, and they're going to try to erase a Hunter Renfrew. Moving on to one of the biggest spreads of the week, uh, another big one. So it's Tampa Bay. 13-point favorites are 11-4 facing the Jets. Uh, and uh, Zach Wilson, player of the week last week. Uh, four and uh, eleven. He had some good scrambles. Uh, they're four and eleven. They're forty-five and a half points uh, total is a spread, but it's thirteen-point favorites for the Bucks. Um, you know they've lost a lot of. Obviously, Tom Brady's lost a lot of his wide receivers. He's gonna have AB. He'll have Gronk. You know it's gonna be very difficult. How do, how do the Bucks make a playoff run with a bunch of no names? Well, again, Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's still a bit banged up. I'm seeing them that even in this week he hasn't been practicing much. I think Mike Evans has come back, but. Luckily, you're playing the Jets. I think even Tom Brady last week with no weapons was still able to put up 30. Um, they had some nice running game going from uh, Robert Jones. I can't remember who the other guy was. Some new young guy that came in at that yeah. 55 yard run at the beginning. To me, this is just the 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 the, the Bucks just had the easiest schedule going into the last week. The they they were probably thinking they were getting the one seed, but I think the Packers getting lucky with. Kirk Cousins being out, it's going to be huge for them. So I think that they're not going to have the one seed. Those they're going to have a t- they're going to have a game. I think for the first week, and they need to get healthy and they need to get their offense moving. So I ex- would think a big Gronk game would be would be in play, but again, you can't depend on that. He just has been too inconsistent for that. But I, I think they're just you know you're going against the Jets. I think Michael Carter looks great. I think mm-hmm. the Jets have a couple nice pieces that if they can draft smart. 
figure something out, get a good offensive coordinator that could work with Zach Wilson. They can piece this together because, you know, he had that nice 55-yard run. He has that athleticism, you know, that you need in today's NFL. So I'm going to go with the Bucks to win this. Obviously, I think they're the better team. Tom Brady's going to do what he does. I'm going to say 28 uh, to 13. I don't think it'll be that close. I've got it 30 to 13, but I agree with you. You know, I, I really like what I've seen sort of with the Jets this year. Uh, in terms of Mitchell, in terms of Carter, you know, I picked a lot of these guys up. Barrios, all these guys have sort of come up and you sort of go, wow, they've, you know, if they have a bit of an offensive line and a defense to keep them in the game, they, they play some exciting games and, and good for Zach Wilson, getting his confidence back, which is good. Again, Tampa Bay is just too much. I think Gronk is going to feast in this one. If you got Gronk in fantasy, it'd be a good one. I think he's going to put, I, I can see two touchdowns from Gronk. He is on my team, so I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Well, I've got, it, I've got it 30 to 13 in terms of this one. Uh, big game, uh, but not a big spread in this next one. The LA Rams are 11 and four. Matt Stafford still his back injuries. I mean, he was able to, but he had three interceptions against the Vikings last week. Um, they're facing the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens should maybe have uh, Lamar Jack Jackson back. They're eight and seven. Uh, the Rams are favored by three and a half. The over under is 47 points. The weather is again, Baltimore East coast could be pretty nasty in this one. Um, so you have to look at terms of, you know, Joe Burrow putting up 500 yards, uh, last week against it's them. Bad the game with that decimated defense. So it's almost inexcusable for Stafford. The problem is all the people that had Stafford in fantasy last week probably lost their game because of how badly he played. I played Hurts. I had I had Hurts and Stafford on my team, and I switched. I was like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm taking Hurts. Yeah, it, it was just a bad day for that. Like, even though they did win because, you know, um, they were playing a terrible team. But, yes, yeah, Staff- something just doesn't look right with Stafford. I think he's going to be – I think he's going to be able to pull this off. I think they're the better team. Um, they should be able to win this easily. But, again, Sony Michelle's looked really good for them. They yeah. you know, they got Akers coming back. They got the weapons. But it's who would have thought that the biggest question mark of this team would be Stafford going into yeah. the end? Because he's the guy that's kind of – Cooper Cup's going to do his thing. Sony Michelle's the leading rusher in December. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Rams to win. I just think they're the better team. Um, I'm going to go 27 to 20. I've got the Rams to win, but only by one point. I got a 26, 25. I think it's gonna be a great game. Um, it is, you know, Matt Stafford, when you say about carrying the team on his back, when you got a bad back, it's hard to carry the team. And it's just, it does seem like he's missing something. He doesn't, you know, he's not being able to same zip. He, he seems like he's just sort of struggling when he's going. So I really like the, the Baltimore Ravens to bounce back because after taking that beating last week, you get some of your guys back, you get a bit healthy, you realize at home, right in seven, you lose in this one, man, and, and it's 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 your chances. Well, you really drop down. Thing, you have Pittsburgh playing Cleveland, so that could be big. You have the – we'll get to the next one. We have Bengals yeah. at Kansas City, which is going to be really tough. So the NFC North could be this, like, insane thing where all four teams – have a chance to win the division in the week set a week 18. Yeah. What a, whatever Dick, that's almost hard to even imagine that that's could be the case, but who knows? Oh it's, yeah. And I just think Baltimore to me just feels like that team. If Lamar doesn't play, they're just going to free fall right out of the playoffs completely. Yeah. They've got to put something together here. And, and I just, to me, it's just the definitiveness of the Rams to really stand out here and make a big impact. I think it's going to struggle with them. I think that they need to win, but Baltimore is hungrier on this one. So I've got the Rams to win by one point, 26-25. I think it's going to be down to the wire. But also that weather is going to play. If it's going to be really cold in the East Coast, like it's supposed to be on Sunday, I'll be back in England, so it doesn't really matter. But it's it's going to be cold. So I've got it 26-25. 
Big NFC North divisional battle in this one. Uh, the last time these two guys faced Philadelphia, who was 8-7 and seven versus Washington 6-9, and nine, uh, they put up 500 yards on Washington. But it's a different team this time. Washington's got a lot of their guys back. Um, wow. It's three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, 45 points is the over-under in it. Um, you know, it's a must-win game for Philly. You, they just have to win this one. Uh, at 8-7. Yeah, Washington's just been just... It's just really kind of falling apart. Terry McLaurin can't do anything. It just feels like the offense has gone apart. The defense can't do anything. Even the, even Philly, like, yeah, they won that game last week, but it took them forever to get going. Like, by halftime, it was like 3 nothing. Mm-hmm. just felt like they couldn't. And Philly's just one of those teams. I think it's just no matter what Jalen Hurts does, you can take him to the playoffs. He's still g- going to probably be replaced. I think he's just going to be that guy fighting for his life. for the yeah. next. He's going to be like a Minshew, the new Minshew. Which, yeah, um, well, I've read an interesting thing that there's uh, what Minnesota is working out a deal to get him and uh, and bring him to yeah. the team. Um, so, and, yeah, I think Philly's just the better team. I think I think Heineke has just shown that as the season's gone on, it's just he's not making plays like he used to. Terry McLaurin could do nothing to me. Philly's the better team, the better defense. They can run it better. They got better weapons. And so I'm gonna go with Philly to win this twenty-seven to. 17. I'm uh, I'm calling an upset in this one. I got Washington to win it. Only because Philly really needs to win this one. And I was just saying at the start of the podcast, there's there's that thing where people really need to win and they screw up. I just yeah. see them screwing this up. As a Bears fan, I sort of look at Philadelphia. I sort of, I've been liking them this year, and I'm like, they're going to screw it up. It's the pressure's on. Washington's going to come back after being defeated by 500 yards by them last time and getting beaten down. Um, obviously, the, the beating from the Cowboys, you know, resonates. Um, when Dak wasn't even that good, it was their defense. So I like Washington to come back. I, I, you know, they, they played sort of some sort of desperate play. And as you say, Philadelphia really struggled to score last week. So I like Washington to sort of come in. They're at home. The weather's going to be crap. I think that it's going to be very difficult to pass the ball. Hertz hasn't been passing that much anyway. Uh, I've got it 21 to 20. Um, and I see Philadelphia missing a kick, and, and that puts the end for it. So I've got Washington to win by one point. Um, you know, just because you got to win, and sometimes people screw it up. Their other New York, uh, the rivals, the New York Giants, are 4-11. and And Mike Glennon um, is, is going to be back because Jake Fromm was horrible. But they're facing the Bears, mm-hmm. the 5-10 Bears. And guess what, fans? Bears are 6.5-point favorites. What? Well, what? 6.5-point favorites to the Bears and a 37-point over-under. Again, Chicago is going to be cold. It's going to be nasty. Yeah. Lots of snow going on. Um, Barkley might is be Foles, back. Is Foles still playing? Is Foles still Foles playing? is supposed to be coming back, and Foles didn't look that bad. You know, he, he was able to hand the ball off. It was a David Montgomery show. But he, <laughs> we he all know Foles off, Foles off the bench is what you want. That's easy. Mm-hmm. He should never start. You just bring him on the, in the second quarter, bring him in, let him do his thing. Um, yeah, I think... Yeah, the Bears are the better team. I think they're going to be able to win this. I think Foles just adds a little something different. I think he's just got that. Super Bowl champ. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like He's got to have that thing that no one else on the team seems to have. So I think they're the better team. Um, I think the Giants are just completely given up. I think Gettleman knows he's gone. Joe Judge. But even it's weird because they were just like, Daniel Jones is going to be the quarterback next year. So it's like. You guess you have to have a GM who's willing to accept all this. So who knows what's going to happen? I don't think it's a smart move to say. But then again, maybe they're doing that because they're going to make a play for Russell Wilson, which is a big play everyone thinks they're going to do. But I think the Giants for now just want that good draft pick. So they're going to get toast. I think the Bears win this uh, 23 to 13. I think they cover. 
I I just can't have any faith in us covering. I just six and a half <laughs> points. And I'm like, do you know my Bears? Um, if Mike Glennon is going to be playing, he's way better than Jake Fromm, uh, and obviously he knows the Bears. So um, been been on the team. So I think it's going to be a David Montgomery show. Obviously the Bears are just should just hand it off. But Matt Nagy, with this kind of favorite, he could just screw it up. I've got Chicago winning, but only by but three. But it's the games. He's going to go wild. It's going to be like a wild card, just throwing out trick plays left and right. Yeah, and, and that New York defense will pick up on him. Uh, 21-18, I think the Bears win. It's going to be close. It's going to be a game of field goal, a boring game in the cold. We mentioned this other game. It's the last of our uh, 6 o'clock games in the U.K., 1 o'clock in the Eastern uh, Eastern time. Kansas City, five-point favorites. They're 11-4. and four. They're the leaders in the division. Facing Cincinnati or 9-6. and 9-6 uh, Cincinnati, uh, 54 points is the over-under in this one. Or, sorry, 49 is the over-under. Um, but, you know, you got to look at this, uh, this Cincinnati team who put up a lot of points. Everyone was going, what's happening to Joe Burrow? They've had a great year in terms of Joe Mixon putting together Joe Burrow. Um, but Kansas City, they're winning. The defense is winning. Patrick Mahomes sort of got on form last week, but he can, can he continue the form against the Cincinnati D this week? Yeah, it still feels like, even though everyone's kind of crowned Kansas City as the team that's going back to the Super Bowl because they've won, then the defense has been much, much better. There's no doubt about that. But they did lose Edwards Allaire to a, a shoulder injury. Um, you know, Kelsey did have COVID, so he's coming back. I think this is going to be a tough game for them. I think the Bengals, even though they Joe Burrow's 500 yards was against literally like a high school team. Yeah, like that's that's keep it into perspective. Like he dominated, but again, when you when you have T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Mixon, and Joe Burrow, it's such a strong foundation for your future. Like if you're Cincinnati, no matter what, this year you got to feel like we got our quarterback. We got this is like Carson Palmer before his knee blew out, even though yeah. they've had that, but Carson Palmer stayed and and was excellent. So. Man, I think I really want to pick Cincinnati to win this. I just, you know what? I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with an upset on this. I just think the, yes, the Chiefs have been better, but I think the Chiefs haven't had to go up against a juggernaut offense, a guy like Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase. And that, I think, I think they've had a really kind of offensive teams that just haven't really found their identity or they've really struggled. So I'm going to go with with the Bengals to pull this off, I think, because they know. They have the division right there. They gotta win this. So because if they lose this, who knows? They could go from division leaders to out of the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with them to win this. Joe Burrow, I believe in him. So I'm gonna go uh, 30-27. Chief, uh, Bengals win. I've got it 30-28, but I got it for the Chiefs. Uh, just because you know the way Mahomes sort of can put it together their defenses. I think it's gonna be a back and forth great game. Again, I was sort of vacillating between Bengals and Chiefs. But I had to go with the Chiefs in this one. I just think they've got the more momentum going. They've really been putting it together. But again, a tight game. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. 30-28, to 28, I've got this one. We then move into the 4 o'clock games, 9 o'clock in the UK. Of course, you're going to join us uh, at the Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street. Lots of the games, all the games on Red Zone. And they've also got the Clapham games as well if you want to watch it there. Big game, of course, will be on one of the TVs or many TVs in the Sports Bar. There's over 50 TVs. You can watch it. Denver Broncos, 7-8 and eight at the LA Chargers, 8-7. and seven. Eight, Chargers are six and a half point favorites. Now let's not forget the Chargers got Rex Burkheaded last week. Yeah, yeah. Rex Burkhead made every DraftKings right. owner just go, oh my. Well, first just... of all, what, all three of them? Yeah. I mean, how many people think Rex Burkhead's family are the only people that probably, no Thank one you. was putting Burkhead in against that team. It's like, oh, I'll, get, I'll get Burkhead for 3,000. That's probably cheap. Um, but, yeah, but he made them loss. look, David Mills made them look good. I mean, uh, very tough for the Chargers to take a loss 
you know, overlooking an opponent. Let's just talk about well, that. Well, not even overlooking. They had COVID problems. They lost Mike Williams. They lost Austin Eckler. Derwin James is injured. They have no deep end. Joey Bosa was out with COVID. It was literally, they lost every important player on their team almost except for Herbert. So, and he really struggled that game. Mm. He, well, he was not good. Um, I, I expect him to bounce back, but it, it was just, it was just such a weird one to play. Like, I think even Keenan Allen only had 20 yards. It just didn't feel like, what do you think of this game? All right, well, look, the Chargers really showed me last week that they suck against the run. I mean, Dave, Rex Burkhead looked well, they, absolutely they stellar. they that all year. So you've got, you've got two great running backs on Denver, you know, and, and you know, let's, you know, Melvin Gordon's been looking good, even though second, but nothing like, uh, you know, nothing like their, their other the running backs they've got. So, Javante Williams. Javante Williams. Williams. Javante Williams day, and then it never shows up. And that's the problem with the, the, having those two as your, as your running backs, in fantasy especially, is that, that that's been Denver's problem for years, it feels like. No matter what position it is, it's quarterback, switching, switching, switching. There's no consistency, and it, the team just feels like it's always in flux. I, I still think the running backs are, are better suited in this game. And the Chargers, I think they'll win. I've got them winning 26-23. It's a six-and-a-half-point favorite spread. <clears throat> but I, the, just the running game. Denver's going to have looked at how they, the, the Houston Texans took it to them last week and go, just keep running up the middle, keep running it, keep running it, give Teddy a chance to then throw the ball around. Um, so I like this one, 26-23. Yeah, I'm going to go 24-21 uh, Chargers. I just think, yeah, I think after that loss last week when teams lose to games, like, like again, when every team's had that really bad loss this year, it feels like like mm-hmm. you've got to bounce back after those. If you lose this again, they're out of the playoffs. They're done, I think. So this yeah. is like literally a, this is a playoff game for the Chargers, and Herbert's got to step up. And you got Denver seven and eight. You know they they obviously know they can they can cause some havoc here as well. So they will step up. It's going to be a tight one. I got a twenty six twenty three. Speaking of the Texans, Houston four and eleven, better than the Jaguars. Davis Mills, uh, he's, he's Ray really Sunshine. Good. He's been playing he's been really not bad. You know, considering all the the Deshaun Watson uh, that's been hanging over the team, uh, this has been all right. Now you've got them. Jimmy G uh, looks like he's going to be the first start for Trey Lance because Jimmy G bone in his injured bone in his hand. Um, Trey Lance coming back. So this is going to be interesting as his first start. The 49ers, who are 8-7, and seven, are 12.5-point favorites in this one, the 44-point over-under. Um, you know, this is obviously, <clears throat> for the 49ers, got to keep winning. you got to get this separation. You're in a tough division here. Um, and for Trey Lance, this is a great audition. You know, maybe he can find Kittle. Maybe he can get some use going. And maybe they can, uh, you know, get the running game going and really cause some havoc here for the Houston Texans. Yeah, because it was such a disappointing game for them last week, considering how well they've been playing and then to let Tennessee just come and let AJ Brown do whatever you want against them. They're just again without with since Elijah Mitchell's been out, like they've really missed that explosiveness at running back. Kittle didn't really do nothing. He just had that Jimmy G game where he looks good but then he messes it up at the end. So this is now Trey Lance's chance to say, see you later, Jimmy G. This yeah. is my team now, especially but that loss last week was so huge. Um I think luckily they're playing Houston, so they should be able to take care of business. I expect a big, big game from like Kittle, Debo Samuel. Basically, play everyone on your San Fran team that you can. Uh, I think they win this pretty easily. I'm going to go 30 to 20. They win this. I've got it 31 to 20. I think that 12 and a half. I think Houston will cover the spread. They'll get some points going. Um, but San Francisco will win it. I just don't see them as a 12 and a half point spread coverers. Uh, no, they- not after that last game, especially. It just feels like. No. And so I've got it 31 to 20. Um, but he- San Fran will win. 
Houston takes another loss, but San Fran and the Sunshine should be able to win this one. Big game, uh, this next one. Um, this one will be on Sky Sports. Uh, Arizona, 10-5 at Dallas, 11-4. Cowboys stay, lay a beating last week, but Dak still, he's all right, but he's not looking great. Well, he had a good game last week, but again, he's been inconsistent this year. The good thing is they're getting all of their players back now, Dallas. And that defense, defense is just dis- disgustingly good. You know, and now it's looking like they're they're a really balanced, strong team now. So this is where you have to really crush your opponents. And I, I think this is a big opportunity for them. They're six point favorites. It's a fifty one and a half point over under. Um you look at you know, I look at they're gonna have the Cardinals are getting James Conner back, it looks like. Um and then probably uh, another one of their wide receivers. They only put up sixteen points last week with and they didn't even yeah. commit any turnovers. And you sort of go, well, Arizona, what are you doing? Well, it just shows how important Hopkins is. Like, again, A.J. Green is fine, but he's not A.J. Green of five years ago. Kirk and Moore. You know, Zert Ertz is the only guy that he looks for. And just mm-hmm. Kyler's just – and this has been a problem with Cliff Kingsbury's teams for the last, like, three years. It's, it's They start hot, and then they just tank in December. I think it happened last year. It's happening this year yep. um, again. And I can see them losing out the rest of the way. Like if they lose the next two, they're going to go limp into the playoffs. Maybe even miss yeah. it. It would just ten be and seven. They'd be ten and seven if they lose two more. So that's yeah. a and tough that, record to go that, in with. And that's looking from going from the one seed to the seventh seed in a span of four games. And yeah. to me, it just feels like they just don't have the weapons. I think Dallas has too many weapons. They're a stronger team that could, it's going to be hard for Kyler to move the ball, especially with Diggs and Micah Parsons. So um, I'm going with the Cowboys to win this uh, 27-20. I think they're going to win this. And and what's the, what's the line? It's six points is the spread yeah. with a 51 point. I, think, I like this bet for Dallas. I've got actually Arizona. I've got Arizona covered. I've got 28-24 for Dallas. Only because I think, you know, they've got to get Connor established. Dallas, if you really run at them, the problem is you don't want to throw across the field to Micah Parsons. He really loves interceptions, that guy. So they're going to have to watch out for this. Kyler Murray's going to have to watch. This defense is stellar. But I think they can really try to tame them with the running game, try to keep it in, try to keep the game close. But Dallas is going to be at home. They'll win this 28-24. The big winners, uh, you know, Jared Goff is finally back. Boyle made them look all right last week. Detroit, 2-12-1. Visiting Seattle, 5-10-1, um, who obviously um, you know didn't look very good last week. They're, they lost to the Bears. The fans were throwing snowballs at them. Russell Wilson, you know, this is could be you know one of the last games for the Seattle Seahawks, they're saying. Um, Rashad Penny's been playing well, um, but you've you got to wonder what's going to happen here. Is uh, With Jared Goff coming back, is there a bit of motivation? The Seahawks are favored by 7 with a 42 and a half point over under at home. I'm going to say yeah. this right up. I am I'm calling a Detroit upset. upset. Detroit. I yeah. me too. I'm going with it. Jared I Goff. Think Russell, I think yeah. Russell Wilson's done. I think, I think he's, he's, he's packed it in. I think Seattle's in a real bad spot, especially having no first round pick. I think Goff and Detroit just showed like they, they have some fight in them. Even with, Tim Boyle, they kept that game close against Atlanta. So no matter what, Dan Campbell gets his guys to fight. And he might not be the best coach, but he's a pretty good motivator to get these oh, yeah. guys to at least be competitive. So, but I like Detroit just to be that kind of sneaky team to just throw it around. Uh, I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go 2017. I, I've got it close as well. I've got it 23-21. Uh, Jared Goff, I think, you know, coming back inspired. He's really starting to fire up this team. They're getting some guys back as well. Um, and just Seattle, it just feels like they, they, they're finally missing the playoffs. The whole Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson dream seems to be done. It's like the last Christmas dinner when the parents are getting split. Everyone's sort of yeah. like, can I leave the table now? 
Can I go play with my presents? I don't want to be here. Uh, 23-21, I've got this one. Uh, next big game, we've got... It could have been good. This one could be quite boring. But it's a Carolina, 3-10. and 10. No more Cam. No more Cam. Yeah, he's please, not, he's, he's not back. Please stop it. At New Orleans. It's like that Simpsons thing. It's like, he's already stop, dead. He's already dead, yeah. But you've got New Orleans, 7-8. and eight. Ian Book uh, it was, didn't look good at all. Um, so he's coming back. The, the offensive line for Carolina is just horrible. Um, you know, to me, New Orleans is seven and eight. They got to win this one. It's they're six and a half point favorites, uh, and Carolina has just lost their luster. It's at home for. Well, New I Orleans. imagine Taysom Hill's back from COVID, right? I imagine he'll be back. They're, I can't they're, imagine it's going to be Ian Book unless they're unvaccinated. They have to be out. Uh, there's but, no, there's no line. It's got book. I just, think, I just think Carolina is bad. I think they have nothing to play for. They're going. I think they're going with Darnold. Again, mm-hmm. to me, it just doesn't feel like it's going to make any difference. Uh, I'm going to go with um, New Orleans to win this in a really crappy, low-scoring game, 17-14. I just don't think any team has any real offense to even move the ball. I think they're two good defenses, which is why it'll be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I've got it the same. I got 21-13. I think New Orleans needs this more. They're obviously still trying to chase the playoffs. John uh, Payton is going to be you know, motivated because he's got to fight off that uh, – Really horrible movie coming out for him soon. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I was gonna actually go see the American Underdog because it's on the theaters here, but they're not. You can't. You can't get like any food at theaters in Canada. There's. Why am I gonna go to a movie? I want to pay forty bucks for for popcorn. Yeah. Um, so I've got it twenty-one to thirteen uh, in this one. New Orleans winning it, I think, easily. I can't even see Carolina scoring a touchdown. Um, the running, the offensive line is just so bad they can't even. They're just getting pummeled before they can get rid of the ball. Uh, the next big game that we have is a night game, uh, which I will not be, well, try to stay up for. NFC North game as a 7-8 Minnesota Vikings or at the 12-3 Green Bay Packers. Green Bay has a great record, but, you know, they're, they're not as they're not as offensively strong as you'd think they would be. Um, they've yeah. been close. It's been a close for a lot of their games and really needing Aaron Rodgers to keep them in there. And the defense is, uh, you know, the last <laughs> time these two played, it was very close. And um, the thing is, they barely beat a. Cleveland team that threw four picks like they barely beat the Bears you know when when they played that's what I mean it hasn't been this like dominant performance as good as they've been and as good as their defenses look that they there still feels like something's missing on the offense that they're not able to put up 30 or 40 like Rodgers it's their offensive line you know Rodgers MVP they're saying he's going to be the MVP but he's he's like third or fourth in touchdown so he's not yeah yeah he's got the wins but it it's not even top feel... five in passing, so I, I, I'm yeah. Not... So I, I don't really get it, but uh, but he, the, again, they, they have the best record in the NFC. And I think if Kirk Cousins is playing, I, I I could see them winning this. I think Minnesota could have won, uh, but I think the fact that he's out um, and he's not vaccinated, so there's no chance he's coming back. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Rogers to win this um, pretty easily now, just because of that. I think. With no, I don't even know who their backup is. I don't really care. So uh, I think I it's go, Kellen Mond. I think the former yeah, Aggie. I need to go twenty-seven to fourteen for the Packers. I still think that Minnesota can really almost take this game, uh, and because of the way they played last week. And the, the thing has got to be they got Dalvin Cook. If they just got to run it, just keep smashing it up the middle. And the good thing about Mond is rookie. You know, you got this guy who's an Aggie, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, you know, arm on the kid. I think it's a good chance for him to show up. And, and, you know, obviously Green Bay, they're saying this is going to be possibly the coldest game ever in Green Bay. Um, so that's going to affect a lot of people, I think, in this one. But I think that Minnesota can just get this running game going. I've got it 28-27 for Green Bay. Uh, but I think Minnesota will keep it closer than people think. Um, the, the weather will play a factor in it. But as I said, Minnesota keeps all these games close. 
Um, and it's not always the, the, the Cousins factor as well. But I got a close game, one-point victory for Packers. But, you know, it could be tight again, and Minnesota could win this one, possibly. Final game we've got with Monday Nighter is uh, the Cleveland Browns, 7-8, and eight, at Pittsburgh, 7-7-1. Seven, seven and one. Uh, Big Ben Swan. Big Ben is the final game. Uh, Forty-one points. Browns are favored by three in this one. You know you've got to always favor anytime a quarterback retires at home. Man, they play you off their go ass. With the emotion of the night. You they play off their ass it. because they know it's the last game ever, and and you don't want to have this game of shame. It's like, oh, remember the last game we played and we had four interceptions. So yeah, I, I really. I agree. Like- I agree with you. I'm going with the emotion of the night. I think Big Ben deserves it. I think first of all, he's playing Cleveland. I think Baker's been awful, and they're going to be able to get pressure on him. I can see a big nod. This will be a big running game. I think Najee Harris and Chubb. It's just Cleveland, stop trying to pass it. Just use Chubb all mm-hmm. the time. He was a monster last week, and, and they just uh, they just keep throwing it because they want to make Baker into this quarterback that he isn't. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to go with Pittsburgh to win it. I think 23-20. I think. Big Ben's not really going to do anything special, but I'd love to see him do like a game-winning drive, just get his little wave off because you know it's over. It's over now. It's a new. It's it's the end of an era. Yeah, he'll be hitting the big buffet. I think after this one, I I really like the emotional there. And as you're right, Cleveland should just be running it. Whenever they start passing it and forcing these balls, you're like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing with that? So Pittsburgh, it's at home. It's the big one. I think everyone's going to play, and they know it's like, look, we got to celebrate Ben. Tomlin's going to get these guys fired up. I've got it twenty six to eighteen. Um, I think they're going to. I think Pittsburgh is easily going to beat Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland is just going to have to limp off and figure out what the hell they've done. You know, they had a coach of the year, and now and now they're going in with a losing record and, and playing off this year. So I like uh, I like Pittsburgh in this one. Of course, if you want to watch the games, everyone, Sports Bar and Grill. Old Street, open till 12.30 a.m. Sports Bar and Grill Clapham's open till 11 p.m. Um, unlike Canada, where you have to, like, sign up and show your vaccinations and all this stuff, just go in. Come on, have some fun. Have some beers, have some wings. It's all going to be good. Uh, join us, and, and make sure you play on our uh, DraftKings as well. We play DraftKings every Sunday, and we'll have some betting tips as well. Up in the week, just check out our website, nflinlondon.com. Thanks for listening and watching, everyone. And we'll, Ryan and I will be back next week for a couple podcasts as we start prepping for the playoffs. Thanks for listening.